Good evening. It is 1.17 in the morning. And um, I wanted to talk about something that always kind of worries me when it comes to um, this situation. You know, I lost my dad when I was in high school. I was a um, senior. And he passed away the October of 1998 before I was to graduate in May. And my dad was a truck driver. And there was a specific smell that he would like to have in his cab. At all times, he was the only black man that I knew that loves country music, that loved to wear cowboy hats and belt buckles and cowboy boots and cut off blue jeans and tennis shoes. <laughs> and he would wear these um, long basketball socks that came up to his knees. They were red and white striped or blue and white striped at the top. And that's the kind of man he was. He was a fun-loving man, a man that likes to laugh and make you laugh and make sure you're okay. He was very caring, very endearing. He loved hard. He cared hard. I am my my dad's daughter through and through. And, you know, before he passed away, I would have, I would say, nightmares of the day. And I can remember vividly now, just as I remember it back then when I was having the dreams. It occurred on a, you know, it was a sunny day. And I went to school. Everything was normal. All of a sudden, I got called to the office in which me being the student that I was I never got into trouble so there was no reason for anybody to call me into the office other than for a specific you know family matter or family emergency so I kind of always knew something was up but in the dream I would always get called to the office and by the time I got to the atrium headed to the office my mom would be coming and telling me that my dad had passed. And I would let out this horrendous scream. And you can hear it echoing over the atrium. And I would pass out and the dream would be over. This was a recurring dream. And... I couldn't understand why the dream kept happening and all this type of stuff. Then all of a sudden, I stopped having the dream. And the day that it happened, I was called to the office. It was a sunny day. But instead of my mom coming to pick me up, it was my uncle. And I was like, what's wrong with my mom? Because... Him and my mom worked at the same plant, so he was in management and my mom was a line worker. So I figured that he was coming to get me because something had happened to my mom. Well, 
He says, oh, nothing. Your mama just wanted you to come home. And I was like, that's odd. My mama never checks me out of school, nor does she ever send anybody to check me out of school. So that was kind of odd. So I just, you know, got in the car. I was like, oh, okay, something wrong with her? She's sick or something? He said, no, she just wanted you home. So I'm like, okay, you know, get to my grandmother's house. And my grandmother, like, my grandmother's standing outside. I say, why is Billy crying? What's wrong? What's going on? And then I see my mama, she's standing on the steps, and she crying. And I get out of the car, halfway out of my uncle's little short two-door BMW. It was blue. I think it was like a cobalt blue with a sunroof, tan seats. And I open the door, and my grandmother is standing on the hill of the driveway, and she says, Leon gone. Leon gone. And it didn't dawn on me that they was talking about my daddy. Because I said, Mr. Leon. Which was a family friend at the time. She said, no, your daddy gone. Oh, Lord, your daddy gone. And I immediately looked down the street. Because my daddy lived down the street. Across the tracks and down the street from my grandmother. And normally when he would come home, he would park his truck on the side of the street by the house, like in the front of the house. So I automatically knew every time my daddy was home because his truck would be in the, you know, right in the front of the house. So I looked down the street. I didn't see a truck. And I was like, what? And everybody was crying. And before my uncle could even get out of the car or put the car in drive. I was getting out of the car and when they said he was gone, I fell to the floor, fell to the ground and I screamed so loudly that my friends around the neighborhood heard me screaming and that was... The worst day of my life. That's a pain. That is insurmountable. Like you can't even amount. Imagine or put a sum. Of the amount of pain. When you lose a parent unexpectedly. Or if you lose a parent period. But when it's unexpected and it's out of the blue, it's just like your heart is being ripped out of your chest. It's almost like an out-of-body experience. And I cried for a solid two weeks straight. My eyes were swollen shut so because I had lost my my best friend. Well, one of my best friends. Because, you know, my Aunt Cherry was my second best friend. And I lost her um a year ago in July. But that was the first, my first real, real heartbreak. 
And I always feared that I would forget what he looks like. I would forget what he smelled like. I would forget, you know, everything. I don't, I, I said, I never want to forget the way he talks, the way he laughs, or, you know, the way, he, uh, I don't want to forget what his handwriting looks like. I don't want to forget his, his, his name as a driver. His name was Knight Rider. I never wanted to forget that. So, I would talk to my aunt Cherry about it. I was like, what? Do you remember what your mom looked like? Have you forgotten? Because she's been gone for so long. Do you do you wonder what she looks like now? Or anything like that. She said, you'll never forget how they look. You'll never forget the smell. Or how they laughed. Or the way they sounded. And I was like, well, I don't want to ever forget my dad and how he you know the smile that he would give or you know like the sound of his voice so from time to time I found myself when I'm riding in my car I would take a deep breath and sometimes I could smell a familiar smell I would smell what his diesel cab used to smell like, like his favorite scent for his diesel cab. And I was like, hey, dad, because I felt like he was near me. And it wouldn't be all the time after he passed. It will be like sporadic times, like maybe once or twice a month. I'll be riding in my car by myself and I'll smell it. And I'll automatically respond with, hey, daddy. Because I feel like they have a way of letting you know that they're watching or they're still around somehow. Or that they're looking over you. And as I've gotten older, because it's almost been, um, 1998, it's almost been like 21 years. It's almost been longer than that because I've been out of high school for 20 years. It's been 20 years. October will be 20 years my dad has been gone. That's a long time to be without a parent, you know, because he haven't witnessed some mon- monumental things in my life, but I know he's watching and he's rooting me on. So, kids, respect your parents, honor your parents, love them while you have them. Because, I mean, in a blink of an eye, they could be gone. In a blink of an eye, they could be gone. People value what who comes in your life. Don't take them for granted. Just because you think they'll always be there to have you, to talk to you whenever you deem necessary and feel like it's okay. Don't take people for granted. 
now I long for it. You know, I long for it to hear him say, hey, come come see daddy or, you know, what you doing today? Let's go fishing. Because my daddy loved to fish. He loved those things. He loved to fish. And I miss saying, Daddy, I want to go fishing with you this weekend. He would be glad to take me. Because I was his only daughter. Biological. He had a stepdaughter, but I was the one that loved to do whatever he was doing. Just to spend time with him. If it was just laying on the couch, I love to be around my dad. I was a daddy's girl for real. Like, no matter where he was going, he could just be going to the store. Daddy, where you going? I'm going to the store. Give me some cigarettes. Can I go, Dad? I want to go to the store with you. You know, I was that type of daughter, glued at his hip. I was. Now I have a whole other fear. I don't want to forget not only what my dad looked like, but I don't want to forget what my aunt looked like either because I feel like once they're gone, you for, you kind of, everything, life just goes on and you, you kind of forget what they look like, how they sound, what they smell like, or, you know, their little catchphrases and the things that they say. My auntie always called me Nicole. Sometimes she called me that, and then sometimes she just say Nicole, or she'll say Cole, C-O-L-E. She was the only one that called me that. She was the only one that would call me Nicole or Cole. And I would talk to that lady almost. If I could, I would talk to her 12. 12 or 13 times a day. <laughs> Just to call and talk about that, Cherry. What you doing? What you watching? What you cooking today? Oh, what else you got going on? Because that was my best friend. You know, you, you talk to your best friend every day, all day. You find something to call and talk about. So when I tell you people, I've I've endured some losses, some heart wrenching, some rip out your chest kind of losses. And when people take you through unnecessary situations just to get a kick out of seeing you suffer or seeing you sad or seeing you, you know, confused or disappointed it's just it's ridiculous because they don't know what you've already been through they don't know that you've suffered so many losses and that you're just tired of taking losses do you forget is it possible to forget the loved ones that you lost and if it is how do you Get that memory back. I look at pictures. I look at pictures. I, I um, reminisce about, you know, different things that kind of bring them back to the forefront of my mind. 
Yeah, I often think about it. I often think about what his advice would be at my age now and how, you know, what my life would have been like had I, had he not passed. I think I would have went off to college. I was, I had planned on going to UL because Tracy was going to UL, my cousin Tracy, so I was going to go to UL with her. And he probably would have bought my first car, which he always wanted to get me a, a Mustang, an old school Mustang for my first car. And um, I probably would have not been still in Louisiana. I probably would have moved off. I don't know what my life would have been like had I had my dad not passed and he would have been here to be my support system. My my cheerleader, my encourager. I think I would I, I would have been on a whole different path. Am I ungrateful for the path that I'm on now? No. But I sure would have loved for him to be here to be able to witness the most, you know, um, me being an incredible woman that I am and that I've grown to be. I turned out pretty good. I really did. Because he instilled in me that, you know, I, he didn't have to be here to say that, you know, don't let life get you down and don't focus on the hard parts, but, you know, be thankful for the good that you have. In your life. You know there's a lot of things. I wish I could ask him. I don't want to forget. Here's something to dive into. The spiritual realm. Life after. The heaven and hell concept. Do they see us? Can they hear us? Are they up there watching us like they watch TV? <laughs> now look what they're doing. Lord have mercy, Jesus. Somebody help a Lord. Jesus, can I go help my daughter right quick, please? Jesus, let me go help her, Lord. <laughs> you often wonder are they sitting up there talking about that type of stuff, and you be ever, you be forever mindful what you do. Like Lord, if my daddy would have saw me right now, he'd be to the said this and the said that. <laughs> you be like wondering what they thinking. But I always wanted, I always had it in my mind that I was gonna make my dad proud, regardless. Whether he can see me or not. And I think. Well I know. It ain't no think. I know my dad would be. Very proud of the woman I became. He would have.
I think he would be talking about, you ain't finna gonna give me no grandkids. Where my grandkids at? My old my brothers have given him grandkids. That he would be wanting the best for me, that's no doubt. Nobody wouldn't be able to come into my life half-stepping either. Because, you know, them Braden boys wasn't raised like that. Them Davis boys wasn't raised like that. If you ever lost a loved one, what do you do to keep that memory alive? What little things that you do that helps you keep their memory alive. Give me y'all thoughts. Um, tell me what y'all do um, in these types of situations. I want feedback. Everybody, y'all, come on. Feed, give me some feedback. Ask me questions. Talk to me. Hoping y'all had a wonderful day. Signing off from here until tomorrow.